You're good enough just the way you are. Hello, this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 69, 69 of the Sophie Art Podcast, which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things. And this one is going to be about creatures. I don't really know what else to call it, but it's going to be about creatures and how I think studying creatures is... It's just really good, especially for like drawing and stuff. So that's what this podcast is going to be all about this week. And we have little Dennis with us. He's... (laughs) Little Dennis. So if you... The podcast is on YouTube at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson. It's also on iTunes and stuff, Apple Podcasts. But I just realised today... That for the last month, the podcast hasn't been updating on Apple Podcasts, so I fixed that this morning. But, so, like, I'm sorry if, if you didn't think the podcast was getting updated. It's just there was an error in the feed, and I didn't notice. <laughs> but this one, you can see I've got a little piece of paper with little show notes, uh, little topics to talk about. And what I'm going to talk about is, I'm going to talk about snails, spiders, seagulls, some sort of like dragonfly thing, and butterflies and boats. So I'll start with the boats. So, oh, you can find show notes and stuff at sophielawson.com. I'm recording this on Sunday, Sunday night, which I don't normally do that. I've just finished work, and I was walking home from work, and I just... This, this like little creatures were going through my head, so I thought I'd do the podcast now while I've got while I've got the thoughts in my head. <laughs> so the, the thing with the boats is, every every Saturday there's a bunch of us doing like painting outside. <laughs> I'm just laughing at little Dennis. He's funny. I just find Dennis funny. I don't know. I think everyone should get themselves a little. If you've never seen a video, Dennis is a little, like, hand puppet. And there's something about little hand puppets that you sort of get a connection with them. A bit like creatures. <laughs> but, so, every Saturday we've been going out painting and sketching and stuff outside. And this week we went down by the water. And, well, I would, I'm not really somebody who draws, sketches, paints, like, landscapes and stuff. But... I thought, well, I was, I was trying to sketch these little boats, so I was using pencils and ink. I started sketching these boats, and I just, I got really into it, and I thought, wow, again, I've said it many, many times, but I think it's something I'm going to talk about, about these creatures as well, but when you draw something, you really study it. So... Like I was, I was drawing these little boats, sketching them, and you had to be really quick because the boats were moving across the water. And as they were moving, they were changing directions and stuff. So you, you sort of had to. It was sort of like a memory game. You had to s- try to remember what it looked like. And every time you kept looking at the boat because it had moved, and it was now in a p- different perspective, you sort of had to 
look at you have to try and sketch what you were looking at but sketch it the way you remembered it because otherwise it your sketch would look a bit weird so it's quite challenging but I come out of that and thought wow I love the shapes of boats like really nice little shapes you've got like curves at the bottom and then straight straight lines at the top so you've got lots of like straights and curves together it's quite fascinating and then like today I was I walk to work and I always walk to work along the, the river and what I normally do is I sit there for about an hour and normally I just sit there like watching the water really but this time I thought I'm going to sketch these little boats so I started sketching the boats and again I just I really like it and I think that's why because on Saturday I I was going to sketch like the trees and stuff in like the landscape I thought I'd try something different and I think that's why it's quite good to try new things because you might I mean I could imagine I could actually imagine doing proper drawings of boats because I really got into it it's just like simple shapes I like simple shapes but something that happened with that on that day (laughs) it was so funny so what I do is the first time I went I didn't take any of my phones I didn't take no devices or nothing it was just my sketchbook and pencils and watercolour. And then I thought, well, I'm going to write about this. Because I was learning, even that first week, I was learning so much. And I thought, I want to write about it. So, and I also want to take some photos. So I started taking, I took my camera to the second one and the third one. And this third one, I've got some photos of, I'm going to put it on a blog post soon. I got a photo of these seagulls just flying all around me. So this is what I'm saying, getting outside, painting and stuff, it it creates memories, which is really nice. So, but what happened was, I was sketching away, I was actually sketching the boats and like, the landscape, and then as I'm sketching, this little seagull just landed on this railing, because I was just in front of a railing overlooking the water. So I carried on sketching, and... The sea- seagull was just sitting there watching me. It, it was like it, it felt to me like it was just really curious of what what I was doing. But it looked really content and stuff. So after about two minutes, I just stopped sketching and looked at the seagull. And I, I remembered that I had a, an apple in my bag. So I took a bite out of my apple, threw a little bit of an apple over to the seagull. The seagull came down, ate the apple... And next thing, there must have been about five or six seagulls swooping around up above. And then, so I just, I found it so funny. What I did was I, li- I lied down and started taking photos of these seagulls. And I got some amazing photos of seagulls with their wings out. And the shapes of these seagulls, again, because this seagull was right in front of me, I could really study the shape of it. It's kind of like the boat. It's just got nice, simple, curvy shapes. Actually, those seagulls are like boats. It's a bit like what I'm going to talk about with the dragonflies in a minute. But but what I noticed with these seagulls was, or what I started thinking, is when I come home and wrote about it, I started wondering whether seagulls have got some sort of telepathic ability or something. Because, like... Well, I've seen it so many times. When I go down the park, if I feed the pigeons or... Again, feeding the squirrel, the squirrels or the seagulls. 
you'll feed one and all of a sudden there'll be loads of them. So either they're all just sat in the trees like looking and when somebody when somebody gets the food out they're so observant that they see it. Maybe one goes and the rest of them follow. But what if what's actually happening is you feed that first one, it eats whatever you fed it, and then it sends like a message out saying food. It's what so there's this podcast, I can't remember the name of it, and he's talking about he was talking about like right at the very start of creation, talking about the Garden of Eden and and stuff like that. You were saying how everybody, all like the humans, were all interconnected, which is a bit like what they want to do with the AI. They want to put in the future they want to put our AI into the system so that it's like a collective consciousness, so everybody is connected. This bloke on the podcast was talking about how, right at the very start, in the Garden of Eden, it was already like that. So, like, we already had this sort of collective consciousness thing, which is what the spirit probably is. Because they say this, they say, like, an interconnected oneness. Like, when you die, everybody, you realise that everything is the same, everything is one. But, like, what if the seagulls are already doing that? They've got this ability where... Yeah, it, it could even go further, whereby one seagull sees the apple, they all see it. And, it, like, you also think about, like, how can, how can see, like, birds, when they go across, like, migrating and stuff, like, they, they must be seeing stuff that we're not seeing, the way that they can travel around the world. It's fascinating. But it, it just got me thinking about, like, I feel like there's something going on there that we can't see with these little little seagulls. But that was a fascinating thing. I, it's probably one of my highlights of the year so far because it was just fun. I just lied, lied back and all these seagulls flying about. It was super fun. But today, so... I was, well, I'll go on to the dragonfly. I was sitting there sketching down by the water and I, as I was about to leave... I got up and there's these, there's like these little flowers to my right, and I looked and I noticed that there was this little, it looked like a little dragonfly. It was about the size of my nail, so it was very small. It was blue and yellow. It looked just like the shape of a dragonfly. I don't know what it was, but I was like so close to it, probably about a a hand width away from it, so I could just sit there and look at it. And I'm sure it knew I was there. Because I was moving my hand up and down the flower to steady it. Because the wind was blowing it. So I was steadying the flower so I could steady this little little dragonfly thing. But what I noticed was this dragonfly... Well, firstly, I, I thought... My th- first thought was, you look just like a helicopter. And then I thought, actually... Is it more that the helicopter looks like this dragonfly thing? In other words, we've created... We created the helicopters based off of nature. And that goes into that boat thing. Like the boats and the boat has a shape which I would imagine is probably based off some sort of animal. So it got me thinking that like nature has already created the perfect shapes. There's there's something in that. But what I really liked was this little dragonfly. It it was just like going around these flowers, but I thought to myself, Well, it could go up and down left and right, forward and backwards, and it could hover. 
so it's like proper in 3D space. And I started thinking, how high up could that thing go? Like, does it have a limit to how high it could go, or could it just keep going higher and higher? I started thinking that, and then I was studying it, and when it was hovering, it's like it, its little wings were going like flapping about, but it had like six little feet, and its little feet were like all. It was really funny. It was it was like that. It was, it was as if it was dancing in the air, and I was thinking those little feet must be like steadying it, steadying it. I ma- imagine if it didn't have the feet, it would just get blown around by the wind. So the feet must be like keeping it balanced. And the wings flapping is keeping it in the air. But it's it absolutely fascinating looking at it. And one thing I loved, which I'm going to put into my my art one day, is its wings. Because I've never had the chance to really look at the wings of a creature like that before. It was see-through, but it was, it was a beautiful sunny day. It was the wings were see-through, but like it had this tiny little hint of gold. It was it was like the per it was the perfect colour. I just I just thought to myself, that is amazing. And I like what I'm thinking is in the future when I if I ever create a, a little dragonfly or some sort of creature with wings, little angel or something, I know I'm gonna remember that dragonfly and I'm gonna put I'm gonna try and recreate that goldness in into the wings. So it, it got me thinking that like when you're out with nature you're getting ideas for things and it's all going into your head, and then one day you'll just empty it out and onto your, like your canvas, <laughs> which I think is quite quite amazing. So that little dragonfly, I really loved seeing that little dragonfly. Got a little thing about well snails. It's like sometimes when I'm walking home from work, these little snails. If it's raining or something, you got all these little snails walking across the pavement, and I think to myself. It's it's another one of those things I talked about last week, how like we are all really quite fragile. And like those snails are walking across the pavement, they're gonna take ages to get across, and the chances are they're gonna get squished. And actually, like if the one of the worst sounds to me is when I, if I'm ever walking on the street and I hear the I hear it go <laughs> and you know you've just stood on a snail. And that to me feels a bit like you've just murdered something. I hate that feeling. But it just got me thinking, like, do these snails not realise... Like, it, it almost seems a bit silly to be walking across the pavement. Because surely they must keep seeing their friends getting squished. It's just something I thought about. <laughs> and it's a bit weird, but... I'm going to talk about a little butterfly now. So, on the way over to the water when I was walk, walking to work tonight, I was walking along and there was a, there's this bush overhanging the railway. And I was walking along and I just suddenly saw, again, it was only about, about half a metre in front of me, a little butterfly. And its its wings were up like a triangle. So it looked like a triangle. And it, my, I was thinking to myself, that can't be, that can't be, What's the word? That can't be sensible to have. Imagine if you're walking around with this, this giant triangle on your back. It just doesn't seem practical to me. 
So that's one thing I thought that was a bit weird. But then every time it flapped its winged open, I thought, wow, it was like beautiful. And I thought to myself, because again, I was studying this little butterfly and the the base of it underneath the wings, all it is really is it's like a, it was like a black cricket or a black, what's it called, grasshopper. Or like a, it was like a black, like a black long thin fly. So I thought to myself, if that thing didn't have wings, would we actually find butterflies beautiful or would we find them like terrifying? And then I started thinking about loads of stuff. It goes into something else with like the spiders. Why do we think, why have we, why does everyone find or most people find spiders scary and like cats and stuff pretty and beautiful? Because I start thinking to myself, oh, if, if say, we were born into a world where, well, if when we was born, if everybody acted as if spiders were beautiful, would we grow up to be, would we grow up to think spiders were beautiful? So are we, do we only find spiders not pretty and stuff because of, because of the way everyone else thinks about them? So... It goes into something else because I had a I had a dream. I keep having this. I, I don't know if it's a reoccurring dream. I've had it a few times over a few years. I have well, I have a dream a lot of dreams lately about spiders, but there's this one specific one where it's a spider about the size of a cat. And yet I wake up from it. I'm in the dream. I'm always scared of this spider and I'm running away from it. But when I wake up, I I think about the spider and it's it's more like a it's not like a spider, it's a spider, but it's like a teddy bear spider. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm always thinking, why are you scared of that thing when it's not actually that scary? But it's massive. So I said to myself, when I woke up from that today, I said, next time I have a dream about spiders, or next time I see a spider, I'm going to like embrace it. Instead of being scared of it, I'm going to embrace it. So oh, this is so funny. I was down by the water today sketching these boats and I was sketching the boat and then there was like a little some sort of it, was, it wasn't a seagull it's very close to a seagull and it was going along the water the water was so shallow because the tide was out and I could see this little bird like swimming flapping its feet it just looked really funny because it, it, to me it felt like if it stretched its legs it could have just walked So it felt a bit like it was being lazy, or like it didn't want to walk. It was trying to swim when it should really have been walking. So I I found it really funny. I was watching it, and every time it put its feet, because it was sort of struggling a bit, it was wiggling about, so it kind of looked like it was almost like dancing through the water. So I'm looking at this, and then I thought, oh, I'm going to sketch it. So I, I look back towards my sketchbook, and there's this massive spider on my sketchbook. So, without even thinking about it, without even thinking about it, I just went, eh! <laughs> I went like that and threw it. Through this, through this sketchbook and the spider went flying. I had this feeling of fear just go straight through me. Like that chill feeling of fear. Because I thought, wow, there's a spider on my sketchbook. So I was, I was quite scared. And then I thought, to, I started laughing at how, how sort of silly it was. And then I, and then I thought, oh, you idiot. You had 
just said that next time you see a spider, you're going to embrace it. And without even thinking about it, I acted out of, like, scared of it. It kind of goes into that thing I've talked many times about how, well, awareness is the, the start of change, really. So I've got the awareness that I wanted to embrace this spider. But even if you've got the awareness, you, you're you still, like, out of control, really. Because I didn't have any control. In that split second, I could not have embraced that spider because it was just fear. All it was was fear. It was just so funny. It's, it's probably one of, again, that was, it's, this is why I love getting outside because being with nature, you just have experiences. So again, you could you could easily turn that into like a little little comic book thing about these spiders. It reminds me of when when I was younger. I once with my sister, we were putting up some blinds, and a spider fell off the blind and went down my top. <laughs> that was horrible. It's funny though. Looking back now, it's funny. That's that's basically it. So lots of little things to think about. So ne- I'm hoping that next time I see a spider. I can somehow intercept that feeling of being scared and it's just the shock of it. It was like there, right there, spider. So I I can't imagine a future where you wouldn't just instinctively be scared of it. But hopefully, I don't know if that's possible. Might be. But it's just funny. Things like that happen and you know, like, well, sometimes I feel like the universe is having a laugh with you. I feel like, like a lot. It, it it does things, or things happen that you just like. Well, imagine that. Imagine if there was some sort of entity out there above us, and it said it's like with its friends, and it's going, it like nudges its mate and says, "Watch this! I'm gonna watch this. This is gonna be funny." And it puts that spider there, and then they're just sitting back and watching you being scared. That would be quite. That would be a little bit sadistic, but I think there is a hint of that inside of the universe. Because the universe knows that this is all just fun and games. So it's almost like trying to make you realise that it's just fun and games. I hope that spider's right. Imagine that spider. One minute, because you think about it, that spider is not... That spider's not doing anything. It's it's probably it, It's probably more scared than you are. So that little spider, one minute it's sat on my sketchbook, next minute it's flying through the air. <laughs> Crazy. So that's basically a little podcast about creatures. And what I'm going to do is this week's inspirational quote is going to come from a graphite magazine, issue number nine, which I did. I just did a quick look of on YouTube. And I'm working through, I'm doing quite a lot of quick looks at the minute. I've got loads of books over there still in their packagings which I'm going to open up and do videos of over the coming weeks because I love looking at other artists work because I think again you're taking things in and it's all going to come out into your own work one day so you can find that on youtube at youtube.com slash sophie lawson you can find show notes at sophie lawson.com But this week's inspirational quote is going to be a random quote from this book. The first, because what they do in this book is they put quotes all over the place. So the first page that has a quote, I'm going to use for the inspirational quote. Here we go. Hmm. Oh, I'm not doing that one. (laughs) 
I lied. I'm gonna pick this one. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this week's quote. Here we go. This would be nice. So this week's interracial quote goes for goes to Joanne Nam, who I think she did that one. Let's have a look. Joanne, yeah, Joanne Nam does these beautiful drawings and stuff, which again you can find on the video. But her the quote is. Patience, time, and hard work are my recommendation. If there's a secret, it's to enjoy the progress you make and to embrace the process of getting there. Joanne Nam. Hmm, I like that.